Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast where we talk about and break down all your favorite TV shows. Yeah, we're so excited to be back and we're going to talk more about teen dramas, more about some content you love, and more about uh, some cheesy reality shows while we're here. Yeah, we're going to share all of our opinions and hot, hot, fresh takes. That's um, right. <laughs> yeah, getting real, real stubborn, even more stubborn this season than last. Yeah, so let's start things off and let's uh, get ready to dive into the wonderful world of Gilmore Girls. Whoop, whoop. I'm Team Logan. And I'm Team Jess. And you're watching Don't, Don't Read, Read Into, into it. it. Honestly, I feel like that went okay. Yeah, I said watching, but whatever. Read, watching, listening, but. who the fuck cares? Ooh. Does this mic work? Yeah, I tested it, so it should work. Okay. I hope it works. Should I have a backup? Maybe. I um, but yeah, I'm pretty fucking excited to talk about Gilmore Girls. Yeah, Larissa just finished watching Gilmore Girls, like, a few days ago? Yeah, a few days ago. It feels still like just yesterday. <laughs> Like, a month ago, I watched it over the winter. Well, actually, it took me from, like, fall to, like, spring to watch it, but over the winter. Um, and I, I'd heard so much about it, I feel like, when I was, like, in high school, and, like, everyone was super into it. I knew, like, girls that were just obsessed with it. Yeah, I think I started watching it when I was, like, like maybe 11 or 12 with my mom and my sister. Okay, okay. And I, I definitely watched it all throughout, like, middle school, high school, uh, I don't think I finished the show with them. I think I finished it on my own, but, like, we watched it together. And I went back and finished it with them, but I got excited. <laughs> I watched way ahead. Like, I got yeah. to season six, and then I was like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll wait for my mom and sister now. <laughs> I feel like it must be, like, a different show to watch when you're, like, a teenager, like, a young teen. Yeah, to, like... I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I think... Not that like... I'm old or anything, but... I mean, I was definitely going through it with Rory a little bit, you know? Like, I'm growing up, she's growing up, so there's, like, that aspect of yeah. it. There's, like... You want to get into Harvard, she wants to get into Harvard. Yeah, I applied to Stanford as my ba- backup school. She applied to yeah. Stanford as her backup <laughs> school. Oh, no, sorry, Princeton as my backup school. Stanford <laughs> is worse. <laughs> yeah, I feel like being a Canadian, you're as, you were as likely to get in as Rory Gilmore. Yeah, all yeah. Three of those schools. Yeah, I got into all three, but I said no. I'm going to Queens. <laughs> Whatever their cheer is, I don't even know my own yeah. school. Check okay, out. you graduated. Yeah. Woo-woo. Well, yeah. hopefully. So it's a good time to celebrate. I feel like for this TV show, that's a lot about school so, and college and the finale. She up. graduates from university. I'm graduating from university. I am Rory Gilmore. I can't wait to the, I can't wait till you get to the year in the life and see how it matches up then. Yeah, when I'm like 30 and don't know how to do a job interview. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, yeah, we'll get into it. Um, All right. Um, yeah. Do Do you have anything to say about... Yeah, well, we'll start off with like our intro facts, things that are boring, but I guess we'll say it's a good show. Yeah, I think it's quality. It's won awards, hasn't it? Probably. It's like it's won Emmys. Yeah. That's the TV one. I think it was pretty uh, pretty famous for, like, elevating... I think it was the WB at the time that it was airing on. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, like... I feel like it was, like, really big also, because there, there aren't, I feel like, and there weren't a lot of shows that, like, are predominantly about, like, a mother-daughter yeah. relationship and, like, sort of, like, them growing together and, like how that relationship mm-hmm. evolves and like it's like about family a lot more than it's about I mean it's about boyfriends and stuff like that but I do feel like the heart yeah. of the show is supposed to be about family I think yeah I think that's where I watch it too is like yeah the boyfriend stuff is fun but I feel like the the main core of it is like well to me like, yeah. it's like the the familial like generational relationships between the Gilmore girls and yeah you see like Emily to Lorelai versus, like, Lorelai and Rory and, like, how those different yeah, relationships and you get, like, them. Miss Kim and, like, Lane, too. Oh, and then you get, God, like, Luke and Jess. So, yeah, so a lot of a lot of parents and Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And I think, like, and a I mean, lot of what happens kind of reflects 
those themes in a way. Like yeah. everyone, I think everyone, either them like date, <coughs> says something about how they were raised and their values. So thematically, like a really interesting show, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah. So I feel like there's two ways of watching the show. Okay, <laughs> what are the two ways? Tell me. I'll decide I, if you're correct. I don't know if I ironically liked... I don't know if what I liked about Gilmore Girls a lot of the time is what was intended to be like about it. Okay. Um, I think, like, the conversation comes off of that, like, main character syndrome a lot of the time when it comes to Rory and Lorelai. And to me, I think the show as a whole kind of reads as, like, this almost tragedy of a story. <laughs> but I don't know what your take is. I think growing up watching the show, I definitely was, like, very much I loved what I think they intended for me to love. Like, I fell in love with yeah. Rory, and I fell in love with Lorelai, and I fell in love with their relationship. And I felt like in the world, it was Rory's POV, and Rory was always, like, the main character to me. Like, I know Lorelai's also a main character, but, like, since I was, like, yeah. her age, maybe a little bit younger when I started watching the show felt like she's the main character, she's the one I'm relating to and stuff like that. Um, I think, like, I watched a few episodes recently and definitely it's kind of ridiculous. A lot of the stuff that, like, ha like I yeah. watched, like, the... I mean, not to get too much into the finales now, but I watched the finale where, like, the town throws, like, a graduation reenactment <laughs> for Rory, and I was like, if ever there was a more ridiculous, like, she's the main character of our show, and she's the main character of our town, yeah. like, kind of vibe, it was, like, that necessity that, like, everyone in town needed to see Rory graduate Yale for some reason, when, like, in reality, no matter how close that yeah. town is, like, that's not... No, yeah, it's, like, a zany... Yeah, it's so weird, I think, like... So I think, like, at the time, I was like, yeah, like, when I watched it when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, like, it's so sweet the way, like, everyone comes together to want to, like, watch her do this, but then, like, now I'm, like, with hindsight, I'm like, this is pretty crazy, like, this yeah. is, like, but I don't know if it was, like, supposed to be ironic. That's I thought the thing, it was yeah. supposed to be sincere. Because sometimes the show is, like, super zany, like, it's, like, a comedy a lot of the time, like, there's a lot of, like, great, like, physical comedy, there's a lot of great, like, um, witty writing, so, like, it's kind of, like, and it is stylized, I think, a lot of the time, like, some, like, the way they shoot it and the way, like, the characters of the town are presented. I think that's very intentional. And then it kind of just, like, like, I don't, then there's, sometimes there's, like, just this drama. And it's kind of hard. I think... The show kind of wants you to take it seriously, but then... <laughs> I think, like, there, it's supposed to be more, like, situationally, like, funny that, like, this is, like... A crazy character in the town but like I think yeah Lorelai and Rory and even Luke are supposed to be like sort of more grounded characters um that like are like like they're like they're kind of like quirky and they're funny but I feel like they're supposed to be like more real and you're supposed to like relate to mm -hmm. uh them a lot so it's kind of like almost like I'm just thinking of this now but like kind of Bojack Horseman where it's like when it's serious, it's not to the extent, yeah. but, like, when it's serious, it's serious, but then, like, when it leads away for the joke, it's, like, okay, now you have to, like, stop yeah. for a second and then just go into the joke. Yeah, them. like, I think it's, like, I guess it's, like, if you lived in a comedy, there are still, like, emotional things that happen within that. <laughs> and so yeah. within the, the setting of that world, you're supposed to take it seriously, and I think, like, a lot of that, like, the, like, serious stuff came through, like... Lorelai fighting with her parents or, like, Rory and whatever boyfriend she's on to now. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff is how they, like, took the avenue for more emotional hits. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, that was interesting. But, yeah, I think you're right. You can watch it ironic. You can watch it... <laughs> I don't know how I watched it. Totally sincerely. Totally <laughs> um, I have, like, yeah, I feel like... I, I watched it how it I watched it, and I enjoyed it how I watched it. Yeah. I think it was a great piece of television, a great experience I mean overall. That's good for you because when I rewatch it now, having watched it totally sincerely and in love with it, I find the episodes difficult to get through. Really? Okay. Like, I find that the 43 minutes or whatever that they are feel like two hour long movies. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, by the end of watching, like, I watched three episodes today and I was like, I'm exhausted. Like, let me put on <laughs> something, like, easier, something lighter. 
I did watch them at random, so I chose <laughs> that. But the most heavy hitting episode. I was like, <laughs> random one from season one, random one from season three, random one from season seven. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Yeah, an interesting show. I'm excited to see what our conclusions are. But um, should we talk about tropes? Yeah, I have like th- maybe three character tropes that I picked out of the show specifically. Okay. Uh, my first one is, I feel like, the really obvious one, the one everyone talks about with Rory Gilmore is, like, the book nerd, like, the quiet chai girl Okay, trope. yes, yes. Um, and Rory starts as this girl, and, like, she's, like, the bookish type, and I think that's, like, what made everyone really like her. She's, like, quiet. She's, like, responsible. Really she's, like, aesthetic. sweet. Yeah. She's, and she's really into her books, and she's not really, like, ashamed of it. Like, she likes it, and, yeah. like, that's who she is, and, like, the people in her life love that about her kind of thing. Yeah, well, she's just so, like, cute and quirky. But, like, I also think that, like, that kind of ruins the character a little bit because they she, they never, like, want to grow her from this stereotype. Like, Rory is this stereotype, and they kind of, like, whenever anything happens in Rory's life and he, she does anything bad and he, she's upset about anything, they kind of, yeah. like, revert back to, no, but Rory's the cute, like, book nerd girl. Like, this is who she is. Yeah. They always want to, like, revert back to that because that's her character, but it's, like... If you want her to be relatable, she has to, like, grow and develop and change. And I think that, like, kind of messes with her character that they play with that trope so strongly. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, I think you're right. And they kind of use it as, like, um, like something to fall back on when they fail to, like, write her any kind of, like, redemptions when they're needed. I think uh, something Gilmore Girls does a lot is um, with the way that they write certain characters. And I think, like... Rory, Rory they pay a little more attention to because she is the main character, but I think, like, they tend to rely on, like, having told you things rather than, like, showing you things. They've told you, oh, she is, like, the sweet girl, and you hear Laurel I talk about, oh, she's such a good girl, and, she, like, um, she never needs to be disciplined, and she never does anything wrong, and then they kind of just go back with that as she, like, grows and starts making mistakes as, like, an audience. Sometimes I think you're expect to just accept that she is... But well, yeah. she, no, but she wouldn't. She doesn't mean it because she's so good, and like she obviously isn't the bad person that you would think she is for doing this action. Because yeah, like they're always she's like, the sweet, oh, Rory's the sweetest girl on earth. Oh, like this isn't Rory. Like this is just like someone who's like pos- like I think at one point Rory's like this isn't me. Like someone's just like possessed me and taken over my my body, and I'm like, no, this is you. This is just like a facet of your personality that you might not like very much. And maybe that means you have to, like, work on, like, changing that and, like, working on yourself rather than being like, no, this isn't who I am. Yeah. Which I think she does a lot. Um, yeah. And I feel like another, I don't know if you have more to say about that, but another trope that kind of ruins a character is a Lorelai trope, which is I feel like she's the quirky girl. Yeah. And it's not that it ruins the character so much as, like, the quirky girl was such, like, an in sort of thing for, like, that period of time where, like, it was like, oh, she's quirky, she's fun, she's not like other girls. Um, and I feel like it was really in, yeah. and now it's not. It's, like, the same thing happened with, like, Jess on New Girl. I mean, bringing up New Girl again, Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but, like, the same thing happened with that character where they're like, oh, it was super in for a while, and now it's just not. But I feel like that makes Lorelai come off as annoying now whereas like at the time it was like endearing that she was so like weird and goofy you know what I mean yeah I think um see yeah that's to me one of those things where like I don't know if I watch it the right way because I I do have a lot of thoughts on Lorelai but um see where I think where you wrote that uh particular character trait or I guess trope I wrote the words pick me um okay (laughs) which I think says a lot about how I wrote it they're roughly (laughs) two two sides of the same coin I think yeah I know I think like I I I think first of all I think um what's her name Lauren Graham's performance (coughs) uh was like Emmy worthy and she should have won something she's an amazing actress yeah she did such a good job and I think she does give like everything that Lorelai's supposed to give and I think in my view I think she is supposed to be that annoying and I think she is supposed to be that and and, like I think it does a lot of the time reside in, like, oh, just comedy and she's, like, quirky. But, you know, sometimes it comes out when you're, like, you're just being a dick right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, this I is think, not the time or the place. I think it's supposed to, like, most of the time come off as endearing that she's, like, 
sort of weird like that. Mm -hmm. But then you sort of realize, like, she can't be serious. Like, there was a scene where, like, I was watching it where Rory and Lorelai are coming out of Friday night dinner. And Rory's like, you could, like, come with me and, like, Grandpa to the club if you wanted to. And Lorelai just keeps, like, making, like, jokes about how she'd rather, like, kill herself than, like, go to the club. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm kind of like, okay, like, I get, like, maybe, like, a joke that's kind of, like, your thing. But you're making, like, seven and then your daughter is clearly annoyed and, like, is also, like, 15 years old and you're talking about, like, her grandparents. And, like, I feel like she kind of had, like, ill-timed jokes like that where it's, like... Yeah, it's in your character, and that'd be one thing if you were talking to your friend, but no matter how close you are with your daughter, like, she's not your best friend. Like, she's not yeah. the person you can make these comments to all the time. I think to me, it's, like, the the duality of, like, she is, like, she has, like, oh, like, I'm so quirky and I'm so, and, like, great, you do you. But I think to me, it's, like, when she's also kind of at times putting herself as this, like, martyr for, like, this broken relationship she has with her parents or, like, her relationship with Rory times where there's challenges in it and she just kind of seems to like I don't like break down or like she she, she it is something that she gets very sad about that it's kind of like when she has these opportunities to explore those relationships or have meaningful conversations it like frustrates me well like it frustrates me as a viewer but like I I think it it works for her character well where I think she is just like this where she is self-sabotaging those moments and like can't talk yeah. about it on any other level than like vague I, pop cultural references and like jokes <laughs> i feel like it would be fine for like the first couple seasons like that's her character and then like like character growth is important so like maybe like in the later seasons mm -hmm. you see her like being able to do it more like show us like her like moving through yeah. this sort of a thing but yeah i yeah i do think she she falls victim to that a lot where it's like this was a big, like, fad of, like, this type of a character that, like, a lot of people don't. I personally will always, like, defend this character <laughs> you love a, a little girl. bit. I like a quirky girl. I feel like I relate to those characters a lot. So, like... <laughs> You're when, not that annoying. When but... <laughs> people, like, shit on them so hard, I'm like, oh, I feel like these characters okay. are cute. Yeah. But, like, I get where they're coming from because Lorelai can be really annoying and, like, it is frustrating when there's a person who just, like, can never be sincere or, like can never just, yeah. like, get real with you. And I feel like Lorelai just, like, like hides from, like, getting into those real moments a lot of the time. I mean, she does a, an okay job, but, like, there's a yeah. lot of stuff where it's, like, she just has to, like, do a quip. Like, she has to, like, make those inopportune jokes to, like, lighten yeah. and stuff. But and then, like, like, I think as well, like, I don't know, like, part of the pick-me thing, like, another, another trope that I picked up on with Gilmore Girls is... Like, I think it's something that's, like, passed down kind of from Lorelai to Rory and, like, kind of a similar throat where, like, it comes from, like, I think this, like, it, like, I, I think, I don't know, can we agree that Lorelai is kind of, like, a selfish character? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think from that selfishness comes as well, like, this, like, really, like, kind of deep-seated, like, entitlement? Like, entitlement, and especially in terms of class and in terms of, like, sex, as in, like, a lot of, like... Well, it's a common reoccurring trope of the show, which is, like, the other one I wanted to bring up, which is cheating that happens a lot <laughs> with multiple relationships yeah. in the show. And the way, like, especially with Lorelai, and I think the way she kind of um, sets that as an example for Rory, the two of them have this, like, such, like, a sense of entitlement in their romantic relationships and just in life over, like other women that could possibly be a love interest for the men that they're interested in. I think they're both kind of, like, think they're, like, better than the other women who are interested in the men they're interested in. Like, I think they think they're better than the other women just in the world, like, in their lives. Yeah. Like, it feels like... Like, L Rory, I feel like, is always looking down on, like, her best friends. Like, Paris, like, Rory definitely thinks she's a better person and, like, better, like, more deserving than Paris as a character even if like she never says it even if she acts like she doesn't like you can just kind of tell she like has like this like feeling like she's superior yeah. to this character even though like Paris is supposed to be the one who thinks she's like better than everyone like that kind of like you can kind of see it in those yeah. female relationships and then like 
even when Lorelai says to Rory, like, it's not okay to cheat when she sleeps with Dean. Like, well, it's not Lorelai, okay to cheat with a married man. Oh, yeah. Is what I think she said. <laughs> I just mean, like... <laughs> but, yes, okay. <laughs> I just mean, like, even when she says that, like... Like, I feel like Lorelai does such... Does still do, like, questionable... She does the same stuff. shit Like, I'm pretty sure she, she cheats, or at least, like, she does in the moral gray area of cheating if it's not fully, like... Well, sorry, she doesn't... I. I think she cheated on Luke for all intents and purposes at the end of season six. That's okay. It's kind of like loose, but we can talk about that. But I also, like, she also, like, you know, like, Christopher sleeps with her while he's, like, practically in a a long-term relationship at the time. He has a pregnant girlfriend when he cheats on her, doesn't he? Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, but when he cheats on his girlfriend and sleeps with Lorelai and just, like, the way, and that scene, I think it was, like, the end of season three or four, um, the way, like, Lorelai, I think, actually, this is a really good example, because that, it was Suki's wedding, and she, um, Lorelai slept with Christopher the night before, and then Christopher leaves her for his longtime girlfriend, and she's upset by that, I was like, I don't know, you're the other woman. <laughs> yeah, and she, like, exhausting. which is the way she, like, immediately jumps into bed with him, and it's, like, you're not, and it's, like, kind of just, like, this entitlement as, like, we had history, and I'm the mother of your of Rory and like we're always like kind of this sense that we're always going to be end game together so it's okay that you sleep with me and I, yeah. w- I which I feel like is a similar thing that like Rory has with like Logan down the line which is like it's okay because I I was your first love and I'm like your special girlfriend oh and this next one you have doesn't matter the new one doesn't okay I feel like that's what Rory has with Dean when she sleeps with yes him. yes possibly, but yeah. like because I think when even though he's he's married and she sleeps with him and I think what she has with him is like I was your first love you were my first love and now we're each other's like or no they aren't but she's like and now you're my first time and that's so pe- beautiful for me but like she sort of views it from like her perspective and her story but with Logan I feel like it's more of like a jaded like backsliding type of thing where she's like just doesn't care like her life's kind of in like yeah. seems like it's kind of shitty and she's like Logan's like comfortable for me and she doesn't really care that he has a fiance because she views mm-hmm. it as like a like a a comfortable place like for her to go to instead of like oh, okay, something yeah. she actually wants per se like not that she doesn't love Logan and care about him and stuff but like in that moment when she's, like, hooking up with him and trying to keep it very casual, I think she views the fact that they both have significant others as the sort of, like, thing that's, like, yeah, this isn't going to be more because she doesn't want to get back into that. But maybe... I don't know if I should talk about it now or I should talk about it during my Team Logan takes. You can talk about it then because I was going to say what a trope that I had that's kind of similar to their entitlement is I feel like Rory and Lorelai both suffer from like this poor little rich girl kind of yeah. thing with Lorelai. It's like, she's like, Oh, like it's just so hard to be a part of this like rich high society, upper class life. And I want to run away from it. And I think it's fair for Lorelai to want to leave that life behind. Yes. I don't think like being a part of that, like high society, upper class life is like, amazing and I don't think that it's for like everyone and it's clear well she clearly didn't enjoy it yeah didn't (laughs) like it and she didn't want that but like she I feel like cries like it was just you like you don't know how hard it was for me and I'm like I'm sure there were difficulties but also like you were very privileged I think she's still very privileged she still is but I'm like (laughs) you are like yeah it was just like you're a very privileged person like try to think about that and then also Rory has that where she's like well I'm not a part of this world I'm not in this world, like, I, I don't belong to this world, but it's like, girl, yeah, you do, like, you may have grown up yeah. in a small town, but, like, you know exactly, like, what, and, like, Logan points that out to her, I think, at one point, like, this is your, what like, Rory joins the DAR, like, she's got, like, the rich boyfriend, she, like, lives off her grandparents, like, generational wealth, like, it's mm-hmm. very much, like, when do you recognize that this is also your world? It may not be... Yeah what you want you may choose like your mom to like go back to stars hollow and live a different kind of life but like this is also part you like and i feel like they just cry like the like oh it's so hard like poor little rich girl thing like a lot and they both kind of have it in common yeah no i agree they're kind of like stuck between the two i don't know class is a big issue in the show and i think like on that like poor little rich girl thing i think like the way in which I don't even know if like the show has like a clear vision as to what like Lorelai and Rory's status is supposed to be because of the way that like 
Well, I think they're supposed to be middle class, like Rory and Lorelai, but I think, like, middle lower class in the first season because, like, I think they sort of try to allude to that, but it just sort of becomes, like, like, I think... To yeah. me, like Lorelai runs a successful business by the end of the yeah. show. She's clearly doing well. Uh and also like it's hard for me to believe that they're like lower middle class when Lorelai owns a home and is raising a daughter. That's the thing. I um, think like But they like, sort of definitely allude to that being there. Yeah, like they kind Steps. of like talk like they'll rem like Lorelai will reminisce on how hard it was being uh, made and raising Rory on her own but I think like what doesn't help with that is like the show never shows that and not only that I don't think the show ever shows Lorelai like Lorelai or Luke or like any of like the blue collar workers except for probably Dean actually like grinding and like work like showing that like struggle to like m- like you never see Lorelai on her hands and knees like scrubbing like you never see that yeah. like kind of like the more, like, um, like embarrassing tasks that would come with, like, that class. And then when you just, you start the show and you're, like, that time has skip forward and she's, I'm a one-woman, like, maid family yeah. or whatever. And she's, but she has a home to her name. And she has, she never is lacking for funds because she always has people in her town that she can rely on. She has Luke that bails her out more than once. She has her parents that bail her out more than once. And I think that probably, like, also shows the way that she's raised Rory to kind of think like this, like, poor little rich girl. Like, I feel like she's raised Rory to also think, like, oh, we're poor. Like, we're poor. But, like, it's okay if you need money because you can just go ask grandma and grandpa. Yeah. Which isn't, like, <laughs> being, Yeah, like, I think you know, a lot of poor. her, I think a lot of her economic status is based on her pride, though. Like, whenever yeah. she is, like, in tight spots, like, a lot of her getting out of that is just her getting over her pride and, like going to her parents but I believe that like when she was 15 and was a maiden raising her daughter in a shack it was really hard yeah I'm just like so surprised at how much she came out of that hole yeah I like that's like I don't know yeah I don't know if they're like super realistic about that path that she's done but then I don't know it's also I think speaks to like just like the naiveness you see in the way she understands what like her privilege is like like, I think, like, example moments in the show are, like, when she, when Rory gets into Chilton and she realizes, oh, this actually is going to be really expensive. No shit. It's a private yeah, school. Yeah, it's a private school. And then calls up grandma and grandpa. And it's, like, okay, well, then, like, what, like, what, like, if this was, like, your, I don't, like, I don't really understand how that's being, like, self-made. Yeah, and I mean. Even when she pays them back, it's from a liquidated stock from her, that her grandfather put in her name. Which to me is just like that's just a loophole handout. <laughs> like that's still like your inherent. That's still your trust fund. Yeah, essentially. And then like, uh, she went to a private school. How does she have no idea how much it costs? Because I don't know. She just. Like, I, that's the thing is I don't, I don't think it's, it's ever a real stress for her. Like I don't know if she ever thought more about it than like kind of we'll get there when we get there because that's what you would do if you just always had a safety net yeah. to fall into. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, I, that's just crazy to me, because I don't know if it's the same in the States, but, like, my private high school is more than my college tuition. <laughs> really. Yeah, I think it's... Like, it's, like, it's crazy expensive to go to a private just, high like, school. Yeah, just her, like, constantly realizing, like, how difficult things are. Or, like, when Roy wants to go to Harvard, and she's trying to think of how, like, she doesn't know that Rory's going to need extracurriculars or volunteer hours to apply. Yeah, like, she's no always understanding. very, like oh, like, what? Like, you need this? Or you should do this? She's like, you're smart, so you'll do well. And it's like, no, like... But I think it all plays into the fact that Lorelai's also very, like, irresponsible. Totally, yeah, that's... Like, she's not... Like, it's it all falls on Rory to be the responsible one. It's a lot of pressure. (sighs) No, totally. And that's why I think, um... Yeah, I think, um... I I know, like, Rory grows to be, like, kind of this hated... Well, like, a bad person. I don't know, but a hated character. But... She kind of grows into being... I have a lot of complicated feelings about Rory, I'd say. But I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, especially, like, if you want to view them as, like, real people. Like, like, you know, obviously they're not real, but, like, you want to view... Like, you want your characters to have a semblance of reality to them, and I think, like, the fact that I have a lot of complicated feelings about Rory just means that, like, they created a complicated character who feels real and feels... Yeah, I think she does feel really... And I think, like... 
a lot of like the ugliness that you see and say like a year in the life or even like before that which she's slowly becoming I think like a lot of that can be traced back to like pinpoint moments of like how Lorelai's raised her yeah like my biggest complaint about Rory is not that she does the things she does yeah. it's how they write the way that she deals with the things that happen yeah. in her life and for me too that's the same thing with like <coughs> Lorelai yeah it's it's a similar with both like I just think they both like, have that that, yeah, and then even when, like, there is things that they do that where I'm like, yeah, it makes sense that they would do this because they've had this kind of upbringing or they've had these, like, experiences. So it makes sense to me that, like, Lorelai would sleep with Christopher even though it has... Like, that makes sense to me. What to me, what makes it, like, a tragedy is when they just... They can never, like, realize it themselves and never, like, really... Ap- yeah. They never apologize for any of, it's, like... Yeah, it's, like, it's like growth is, like, just out of their gri- grap- grasp. Graph. Yeah, yeah, no, they're, exactly, that's it. It's, like, they're stunted, and it's almost, like, regressive character arcs. Like, you just yeah. see them, like, I think they're maybe the best versions of themselves in, like, season one, and you just see them slowly kind of, I don't know, it's growth, or, like, back growth, but it's, like... Uh, do you have any more tropes you want to talk about, or should we move into... Yeah, I feel like we're basically into deep dives. Because I have a million things to say in our deep dives if you want to yeah. move on. Yeah, let's go for it. Because if we're talking about Lorelai... Yeah, go for um, it. I feel like Lorelai, like, I talked about this a little bit... She shit talks her parents all the time in front of Rory, and I think that's just, like, straight-up bad parenting. Yeah. Like, when your kid is a child, don't shit-talk their family to them, because regardless of how Lorelai feels about her parents, she should want Rory to have a legitimate, like, relationship with them. The same with she shit-talks, I feel like, Christopher to Rory. To, like, maybe not to the same extent, but, like, she definitely doesn't mm-hmm. have positive things to say about Christopher a lot of the time to Rory. And it's like, you should actively be trying like it's not your fault that Christopher's not there as long as you tried to include him in Rory's life and it feels like Lorelai never wanted anyone but herself to be involved in Rory's life when like realistically you should want your child to have all these people in in their life so that they can make their own decisions and like these people might like grandparents are very different relationships than parents like you may have a bad relationship with your parents, but that, but as grandparents, they might be, like, completely different and, like, much better influences in your life than, like, they were to you as a parent. I would say even, like, I would go past on, I would say I think she's even, like, kind of a shit person for not talking, not, like, seeking a relationship with her grandparents or seeking reparation at, like, opportunities where I feel like they've oh, yeah, I know. tried to extend I, the same. I think... Like, the way they depict it is always, like, Rory's known her grandparents, but Lorelai has always hated them so much that she's been unable to, like, give Rory a proper relationship with her grandparents, and I think that's tragic. Like, I think it's it's clear that that Richard and Emily really do love Lorelai and Rory, even if their ways of showing it can be misguided at times. So, like, if you know that they do really care and they do want to be a part of her life and they're actively trying, I think... I just think, like, the good thing to do as a mom would be to active, like, put your pride aside and, like, try to, like, facilitate that relationship at least a little bit. Like, those Friday night dinners, like, that wasn't a crazy request of Emily to be, like, have dinner with me once a week. It's, like, it's not crazy for your mom to be, like, can I see my grandchild once a week when I live half an hour away from you? Maybe even less. Especially when it's, like, I don't know, it's, like, your only daughter with no siblings and no extended family and no father. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, potential stepdads that you continuously sabotage shit with. Yeah. No, um, yeah, no, I think you really, I I think Lorelai's a shit mom. Yeah, I mean, I think think she she does some things well. I think she did the best she could. I think she, she tried hard, and I do believe she loved Rory. She just is also very... I think what it is, she's very possessive of Rory. Like, Rory is her daughter, and she yeah. she wants that relationship to be Rory's primary relationship, but I just don't think that's healthy for either of them. Yeah. Well, something I wrote down, too, is, like, something that really stuck out to me is, like, I think there's, like, two big moments in the show where, where Rory fucks up. I don't... I honestly don't even think it's, like, that bad. But Rory fucks up to the point where Lorelai... Like, they have this big falling out... And Lorelai's reaction to, like, any time that Rory has made a mistake is to just shun her and shut her out until she fixes it, like, changes her mind yeah. and gets steps back on the path that her mother wants her to be on. And she won't have any contact with her until yeah. those moments. And I think that's fucked up. 
I do think if she's not gonna be your perfect daughter you're not her mother like yeah I do think to some extent like I I think that's a fucked up way to deal with it I do think when it came to Rory dropping out of Yale and like moving in with her grandma and stuff Lorelai's reaction was somewhat valid in terms of like being upset and and cutting her off um especially like financially and stuff like that but I think also at that point Rory was an adult more or less so like if she's making that decision I feel like Lorelai was trying to show her like you can't do this and not do anything like you have to do something with your life if you're gonna drop out of Yale like yeah and I don't remember that season like perfectly but I feel like in terms of that plot line I thought it was a little bit justified that she wanted to like cut her off yeah I think maybe not speaking to her goes a bit far yeah that's what I thought like it was to the point she didn't know that her and Luke were engaged okay also Lorelai got engaged the second that Rory like dropped out of Yale and they had a big fight and she was pissed at Rory and was like I'm shutting you out and then she's like oh let's get engaged yeah. Like, what the fuck? I, like, just, like, because of how... I feel like it'd be similar to, like, if you had, like, a best friend, which is, I think, how she regards Rory a lot of yeah. the time. It's, like, do you just, like, shut... Like, it, it, I don't know. It's, like, you're, you're responsible for this person. You're responsible for this. If you think she's going to have, like, like this torturous time living with your grandparents and it's going to fuck her up bon- beyond, beyond belief, or you think she's going to have this awful time with Logan because you think it's going to fuck her off, bon- whatever. But I think that... <laughs> She, um, she just, like, kind of takes things to the extreme, and she can't ever, like, she can't be a parent for the bad times, and she's only involved for the good times, and especially, I think, for, like, that season in particular, it was kind of the culmination of everything that she had raised Rory to be. Like, she, she, the whole reason for her dropping out of Yale was that Mitchum Hunsberger said that she wasn't cut out to be a journalist. It's like, oh, she's not special anyway, she's not the main character in this Yeah. so she's gonna drop out of Yale? Like... I think it kind of speaks a lot more, like, I kind of liked as a plot point that maybe all of this, like, pressure, all of these people telling her you're special, you're amazing, blah, 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 kind of got to her, and then someone told her you're not, and, like, she just crumbled because she, she yeah. never heard that. I kind of liked that as a character point for Rory. Yeah, yeah. But that never, they never really resolved it. They just said, no, you are special, Rory. And she's like, yeah, I am. It's like, no, like, maybe you should have been, like, maybe I'm not special, but, like, I'm gonna, like, work hard and like try to like yeah be what people what so many people in my life believe that I can be and stuff like that like I feel like Lorelai did a bad job in the sense that like she didn't necessarily have to tell Rory you're like a special brilliant amazing girl well I mean obviously those are nice things to say (laughs) but it's like she also had to teach Rory like how to overcome these problems of like yeah look people aren't gonna believe in you like they're gonna tell you you're not good enough they're gonna tell you these things and I think it's okay for Lorelai to tell Rory, like, she's not gonna succeed at everything. But Lorelai yeah. always put this pressure of, like, you can do anything you want, and it's, like, I and feel like that... And things will just happen for you. Yeah, and it's, like, you deserve like, this. Like, I feel like... Yeah. That's not true. Like, I was watching an episode where, like, Rory got, like, didn't get, like, one job offer, and Lorelai's like, oh my god, they'd be crazy not to have you. You're amazing. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> like people get the like declined like rejected from jobs and like schools and stuff like like that's part of life really like Rory should be dealing with more of this rejection not like less yeah Yeah, totally and like like, I mean all it takes is like yeah is it Jess that comes and just kind of gives her like like, two lines of dialogue of tough love and like she's like oh yeah okay (laughs) he literally says this isn't you Rory it's not you and she's just like oh my god he's right my (laughs) ex-boyfriend Yeah, like, <laughs> and I think, yeah, I think, well, I guess, like, because Rory's kind of p- parented herself, or, like, at least hasn't needed to be parented, as yeah. so they allude, and, like, I her mean, entire childhood, she's not a problem child, she's good at school. Even, even when she does, like, parent herself, like, she parented herself a lot. I remember one time she's like, you need to ground me. I'm grounding myself. I'm going to my room. Yeah. <laughs> she missed her mom's graduation because she went to New York to see Jess. And she was so, she felt so guilt-ridden about about that and, like, so bad that, like, you could see their dynamic so well where, like, Lorelai's like, I'm upset, but, like, I-, I forgive you. And Rory's like, no, like, send me to my room. No dinner, no nothing. Like, Rory clearly, I think, like, that was, I, I think it was supposed to be funny, but that scene kind of showed me, like, Rory craves, like, a, a discipline, like, from her parent as well as, yeah. like, her friend. Like, she doesn't just want Lorelai to be her best friend. She wants Lorelai to be someone who she knows is gonna like 
like, get mad at her when she messes up and, like, actually punish her. And I feel like yeah. Lorelai doesn't do that because she's like, oh, you feel guilty enough. It's okay. And it's like, yeah. you can't always do that, though. Like, well, it, even needs like to be, um, it needs to be more. Even, like, that episode as well, like, just, uh, yeah, it is a good example, I think. Like, even, like, the the expectation in the first place that I think she was the one organizing the graduation event and inviting everyone and making a big deal out of it and, like, getting her, like, the way a parent would... Yeah. For their child. It's it, that was a fucked up episode, man. <laughs> but like yeah, in a good I don't way. remember a lot of it. I just remember her yeah. and Jess hanging out in New York and her telling him to come back. <laughs> Mostly. Um But yeah. But yeah, I know. I mean I thought it was sweet that she wanted to like organize all these things for her mom's graduation, but like I also think it sort of shows their dynamic. Like Rory's the mom, but like it's like Lorelai almost doesn't realize like like it fucked Lorelai up to have a kid at 15 so imagine what it would be to be a child and never really actually get to be a child your entire life yeah you're just the adult because your mom is your mom is a kid and she's the irresponsible one and that stresses you out I think as well to me like what frustrates me about it is like yeah Lorelai becoming a mom at like six like yeah but I think the way that they present it I don't it seems like, like, I don't really know if they ever get specific about her relationship to Christopher, but it seems like it's alluded to in the same way that, like, her relationship to her parents is alluded to, where it's Lorelai ran away and neglected any help or any, like, I guess Christopher wanted to marry her, but then also still wanted to be involved. I don't know. The way I've always viewed her relationship with Christopher is... He's not a part of Rory's life because Lorelai didn't want him to be a part of Rory's life. Not yeah. 100%. I do think Christopher took the out that Lorelai gave him when she ran away. But I think if Lorelai had said to Christopher, like, I want you to be a part of Rory's life and I want you to be with me, Christopher probably would have tried to be there. Yeah. I don't know if... I don't I think, think there's some bad writing around Christopher. I think he's kind of inconsistent. I don't think that Christopher would have been like like I don't don't get me wrong. I don't think Rory would have been a better person because Christopher was in the picture necessarily. But I do think it came down to Lorelai didn't want Christopher there and Christopher was okay with that. Yeah. And that was okay. like like that was enough. Christopher was like, "Oh, she wants to do this on her own and Lorelai was never going to ask him to be there." Yeah. And Christopher was never really going to offer, I think. Like, I don't think of that as necessarily, like, a virtuous thing. Like, I understand escaping, like, your her parents, if her parents had this uh, condition of she has to marry Christopher and she didn't want to. And it was, like, all very formalized and, like, upper society pressure. That I make sense. But I think it's kind of, like, like, the thing with Christopher is, like, his involvement in Rory's life, to me, is totally dependent on whether or not he can be in a relationship with Lorelai. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think in the first season when he's introduced, he's kind of introduced as, like, a, a sometimes dad, like, he comes into town, hangs out with Rory for a week, and then, like, leaves, and I, I I do think it's probably because I don't think Christopher ever got over Lorelai, and I think a lot of their relationship is very complicated, and I think Lorelai's kind of okay with the fact that Christopher is clearly in love with her. Well, I think she's into it. Well, she's also into <coughs> Christopher. Like, I, I think there's a lot of... Yeah, I, I'm not too sure because I think in earlier seasons, I think they do kind of put in a lot of subtext where Christopher is just the ne- neglectful dad because I think, like, Lorelai has a line about how, well, like, don't get your hopes up. Like, he never comes through on his promises. Things like okay. that. I don't remember it exactly. I feel like it came off to me when I watched it as, like, He's more like not neglectful, but the flaky dad. Yeah, yeah, like, like he's flaky. He's is that's why I think I doesn't told keep his you, promises. I thought Christopher's job initially was like pilot, and that's why he was never around. <laughs> was I was like, oh, I just assumed like he had a job yeah. where like he like was in town for like a few days, so he'd come visit. But like most of the time, he travels, and he and that's why he's not around. See, like, that like, would make sense, but it's, but it's not. No, it's but not. it's, and then it's also, like, Laura, like, okay, I feel like there's also a similar thing between Lorelai and Luke, and Lorelai, this is kind of a <coughs> random pet peeve, is that her and Christopher are, like, they're always, like, her and Christopher are in love with each other 
it sounds like <laughs> pretty consistently, but like can't make it happen or it doesn't work for like X complicated reason. And I think similarly things happen with Luke where it's like, I don't know, Lorelai was been holding a candle for Christopher forever, but like Christopher also wants to marry Lorelai, so it's not really I, an issue. I guess like to Lorelai, it's kind of like picking between like, I think Christopher's exciting and I think it's a very passionate relationship, but he also has left her and like he's not really necessarily a safe mm. choice. Whereas I think Luke, while it's like scary and like not safe because like he's her friend and like it could ruin a lot of stuff, he's like a very comfortable person to her. Like, See, I feel like it should be the opposite. You think it sh- maybe it should be, but <laughs> like, because like, Christopher is her oldest friend. But I think Christopher, because Christopher, like, no matter how I view it, I think to Lorelai, she thinks Christopher left her when she didn't, when he didn't want to raise I, yeah. Rory. I think it's bad writing, but I think that's why Lorelai always views Christopher as like, like, I feel like she can never really forgive him for not being the dad that he should be to Rory. Like, is how I would see that, yeah. how I think it happens, where it's like, let's be honest, Luke is basically Rory's dad. Whether or not he and Lorelai are together, he's just always there for Rory. He actively, is I he? feel like, yeah, I feel like he is there a lot for her. He's so excited when she, like, gets in everything. He fucking, in the finale, organized her whole graduation reenactment. Yeah, and they kept saying it's about Lorelai, but I'm like, I think he just loves Rory, like, a lot. And, like, when Rory messes up, like... I feel like Luke is the one to discipline her. Like, he's like, I'm disappointed in Rory. Like, I'm, I'm upset about this. Like, mm. like if anything, like, I feel Until like... Luke... like, beats up Dean. <laughs> Does he do that? Yeah, he fucking wails on Dean. Oh, okay. A 16-year-old. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not saying he's perfect. No, okay. I'm just saying I feel like a lot of the time Luke steps into that father figure role for Rory. That, like, <sighs> yeah. the show, I don't know if they're intentionally doing I it. I think that's something they kind of tack on afterwards. Because I don't know, it sounds like they they aren't super close with Luke in episode one as they become. No, I think I think it becomes something throughout the series. Okay. I just think that no matter his relationship with, with Lorelai, Luke always seems to be a yeah. person who will be there for Rory. And I think Lorelai probably finds that super hot because I know I do. Bro, Lorelai, the way she just sabotages any potential for Rory to have a meaningful relationship with, like, a father figure by, like, sleeping with them, cheating on them, breaking off a wedding the night before. Like, like the most fucking immature ways well, to be of fair, dealing with adult relationships. The way, the way they, like, present Luke in the first episode, I guess, is... Like, Lorelai says, like, oh, what about Luke? Like, he's pretty good looking, and Rory's like, no, like, you can't like, hook up with Luke, like, and she makes a joke, like, we go there, like, it'd be too awkward, he's my favorite breakfast spot, but I think, like, it is, like, they do have, like, a fucking teacher, no, like, (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's messed up, but I just mean, like, I feel like, to some extent, like, that's why Luke is off limits, is I think, even in the first episode, like, even if he's just the guy who they see every morning when they get breakfast, like, there is that relationship between Rory and Luke that, like, is meaningful to Rory, even if it's just, like, he's he's just there every morning when I go have my breakfast. And I think yeah. for Lorelai, too, I think it's a meaningful relationship. Because I do think they're, like, well, I think it has friends. Yeah, I think the meaningful relationship probably comes from, the, like, the fact that Lorelai hasn't slept with him yet. Because I think <laughs> everything else is, like... Her relationship with Christopher, I think, is She jumps into every relationship. Vagina first. <laughs> she does. <laughs> um, well, like, with Christopher, like, the second he, like shows any interest she's in bed with him like this is the father of your child like you have to be more careful or like she takes so much more thought she puts so much more thought into her her the potential ramifications of her relationship with luke yeah than she ever does with christopher and i feel like rory must at some point call her mom out and be like stop yeah she does with my dad she does for like 20s yeah Like, it's frustrating that you keep sabotaging my relationship with him. And I don't think it's all Lorelai's fault that Christopher abandons Rory every time they break up. But it's, like, I feel like, yeah, it's frustrating that Lorelai kind of knows this about Christopher. That, like, if she pulls him back in, he's going to run away as soon as they break up. And they will break up. It's just inevitable for them. Yeah, she's just very selfish, I find, and, like, can't think about... 
the relationship. <coughs> even like dating her dad's like business partner. Like, come on, or like dating like just everyone she is okay with having well, a relationship with are so like it kind of struck scandalous. It kind of struck me how like I guess selfish would be the word. I don't know what exactly it is. Lorelai is when I watched an episode recent, like today, where it's about like I don't know if you remember this one, like Luke's Dark Day, where like oh, he yeah. just like disappears for a day. Everyone, everyone in Stars Hollow knows that yeah. Luke has a dark day once a year where they just nobody sees him. Lorelai's like, why have I never heard of this? Why don't I know this? And I'm like, girl, I don't know. You've lived in this town your whole life. Like, <laughs> <Great> touch people. <clears throat> Luke's been there with you. Um, I don't know why you've never heard of it, but you haven't. And then she, like, instead of confronting Luke about it and being like, what is this day, sort of tries to trick it out of him for a while. And then Luke at one point just says, like, when Lorelai picks him up, it's like, oh, like, by the way, like, I have this thing where, like, every year on the anniversary of my father's death, I kind of, like, go radio silent and I feel like I should tell you this because we're dating. And, like, Luke yeah. being, like, the bigger person and being like, I should say this because my girlfriend's going to wonder where I am versus Lorelai being like, let me trick this information out of him. Like, obviously, there's a reason Luke yeah. loses contact for 24 hours every year. Like, it, and it's not going to be something funny. Also, like, what the fuck do you think? Like, his yeah. one issue in his entire life, like, the one thing that he gets sad about. Anyways. But yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think, well, if we're talking about Luke as well, I think, like, the thing I, like, like, I don't know if it's, like, the saddest thing. It seems like, I think Luke has a lot of character development throughout the show, and I think he, like, you sh- he, like, puts in the app, he wants to become a different person for Lorelai. He wants to become the it's best so version of a man. It's so sweet. He studies books. He learns about open communication. He learns to commit. He does everything he that tries she really wants hard. him to. And he doesn't need to, because she's a fucking bitch. And she doesn't <laughs> respect any of it. And she doesn't go at all. She stays the exact same. Pulls her shit. Like, all, does, can't communicate with him. Can't, like, be an adult with him. And his... I don't know. I think... I think he... Yeah, I mean, I think I, I guess he, he ultimately gets what he wants in the end. He works but. really hard on that relationship, and I think he works on bettering himself for that relationship. And Lorelai doesn't do the same. And, like... Lorelai sort of gets mad at him for things that I feel like you kind of know this about Luke. Like, you know that he's he's not good at communicating his feelings. He's trying, but he's not good yeah. at it. And, like, maybe instead of getting angry at him for never putting himself out there, you should know that you need to be crystal clear with him about what you want because he's not going to pick yeah. up on hints or signals or, like, whatever else. It's like, when you're talking to Luke, he's not going to, like, get that, like... Like, oh, like, I kind of, like, implied that maybe I wanted to get back together. It's like, no, you're not to say, I still want to be with you, and then see yeah. where the cards lie. Like, I know it's tough, but that's just kind of how you're going to have to yeah. do it. Well, the way they break up, too, obviously, like, April shows up, so he has this daughter all of a sudden that he needs to take... I, which I don't think Luke handles that situation super well, though. I think all Lorelai had to do was ask, and he would have let her in. I don't think Lorelai handles that situation well, but I also think Luke needed to maybe, I think, like, like, want, I think Luke needed to, like, show Lorelai he wanted her to be a part of this, like, this thing he's going through with April as much as Lorelai needed to show Luke that she wanted to be a part of it, too. Yeah, I, I agree, but I think it's also, like, I think I am sympathetic towards Luke because it's like, how do you handle a situation like that? And he already is like trying to figure out what being a dad means. But I I think, well, I think, yeah, you're right that the whole situation, clearly they both want different things out of it and there should have been a conversation. But I think (coughs) it's just the fact that like Lorelai breaks up with him because of it, without a conversation about it, without like kind of stating how she feels until the breakup. Oh, it was so shit. Yeah. And then that night, goes to sleep with Christopher. And the next day, Luke shows up with this truck full of shit to go get married. And he's like, let's do it. Like, I'm I'm all in. Like, I got your ultimatum loud and clear. Let's t-. Which, to, that's the thing to me is that's so sad. It's like, if Lorelai had wanted a relationship to work with... Like, all she had to do was say what was, she wanted. Yeah, she's not... I think they put it on Luke a lot that he has to be the one who's communicating how he's feeling. But, like... Lorelai doesn't get real with him the way that she should get real with him a lot of the time. And so, like, it is also in Lorelai for not communicating. And I kind of wrote this in my notes is that 
their buildup is too long for the reason that it just kind of ends up looking like Luke is way too simpy for Lorelai, and Lorelai's just a dick to him. Like, which is why, like, by the time they get together, like, obviously I'm excited because I've been rooting for these yeah. characters, but I'm almost like, I wish you guys had, like, an on and off thing from season one that would make me understand why you're more apprehensive about, like, being together yeah. than, like... I kind of, I think I was okay. Like, there were definitely times where, like, I was super annoyed with, like, like, when they were both into each other and neither would make a move. Or, like, if Lorelai, which she would do often, is, like, make a petty comment about some girl. Like, he was dating or kind of, like, insert herself in, like, his relationships, which I thought was really fucked up to do as, like, someone who's into Luke. Like, yeah. you can't just, like, barge, like, into his personal life and, like, judge all of his, like, and she's just really sabotaging any other relationship he had. I would have been okay, I think, when they got together the first time. But I think after just that breakup... Together. Yeah, after how shitty I think that breakup was for me, it just ruined Luke and Lorelai. Yeah, I guess it either needed to be... Okay, the reason why I like the idea of them being sort of on and off throughout the series is maybe, like, you kind of show they need to break up. Maybe they, like, get together immediately, but they need to break up because Lorelai's, like, I'm, like, really not in the headspace to, like, okay. be in a committed relationship with someone. Kind of, like, so you show that they have this rela- this romantic chemistry. You show that they can have this relationship because I feel like by the time they get together, I'm, like, I guess I'd be okay if they're just friends. Like, that's, like, fine. Yeah. I like them together, honestly. But, like, I thought they could have gotten together sooner Yeah, as well. I think the only reason they didn't get together, like, well, not the only reason, but I think a big reason why they didn't get together earlier was, like, Jess and Rory. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes Which sense. I was fine with, also. I was, okay, so then, that aside, like, let's say they don't have it on and off. Yeah, they don't want to get together because of Jess and Rory, and they can kind of show us why it's, like, a, it would be a weird dynamic. Like, how they kind of want to take a step back because they're, like, are, like, essentially kids are, like, dating yeah. each other, and that would be weird. Um, also, would show some, like, growth on Lorelai's perspective to like put her daughter first (laughs) (laughs) even though especially since it's obviously a relationship that will probably fail yeah (coughs) i mean it does fail but like when you're watching it you're like i mean they're 16 so they probably won't last like we could just wait it out yeah i think as well then like i'm pretty sure luke is seen i think think they're always like kind of in and out of relationships with people yeah and then okay fine we wait but the yeah. amount of time we wait for them to get together, I don't want to see them break up. I just yeah, want to see exactly. them. I want to see that the relationships they were in previous to this one have, like, like they've learned from it, and that's why they're ready to. That's why we had to wait so long, so that they were ready to be in a relationship with each other and to make it work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But and then I think it's just that. it's just sad when they break up after that because it's like, oh, <coughs> it's they like were you never build up work. to this relationship that was really sweet by the way when they got together i thought they were really great together luke is like i'm all in like i want this i want us i don't want to like beat around the bush or play games i'm not good at that let's just do this we've been friends for like at least a decade by the time they get together like like we have to just like commit to being in this relationship and i think it's a sweet way to start it's it's a lot but it's a sweet way to start their relationship Mm -hmm. and it's like sort of shows, like, okay, Lorelai, you're agreeing to this, and you guys are, like, ready to, like, make it big and make it work kind of thing. No, I changed my mind. That relationship feeling was totally Lorelai's fault. I think Luke grew into such a wonderful stand-up guy, and I think he committed to her in all the ways he could have. I didn't say it was Luke's fault. I just said Luke needed to step (laughs) up, I think, a little bit more than he did, but I get that his character was growing, I think. Lorelai also needed to, like, recognize where she needed to grow, though. Bro, the fact that, like, Luke renovated Lorelai's house for them to use as their future forever home, because Lorelai was a little bitch about moving in. Oh, I just love all my things where they are, because I'm a toddler, and I like having my keepsake box in the closet where it is. And the fact that he just renovates the entire cost, whoever, what cares? Luke has unlimited funds. And then he, she moves in with Christopher to have a family with <coughs> Christopher in this house. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's pretty <laughs> fucked up. I can't. She is pretty fucked up. I think, yeah, that the last couple seasons but killed it Luke, for me. But no, I, I did think they were really sweet as a couple together. Luke might be one of my favorite characters in the show, though, because he's a very sweet... I just think he's mm-hmm. also very, like... Once he, like... He's very upfront with what he, what he wants. What yeah, that's... Doing. I think... And he's not, like... He doesn't, like play any games he's just like this is who i am this is what i am you know this like 
I'm gonna try to change for him. Like, like he he wants to be the best version of himself, but he's not gonna like. Uh, I feel like he's not gonna. He's not like changing his fundamental self. Like he's like you know who I am, you know what I'm yeah. like. But like I I do want. But he also is like willing to improve where he needs to. It's the best yeah. character to have in a TV show too, because like, <laughs> that's the character everyone's like gonna root for. Yeah, no, I think I think they do it. Like, I think early seasons he's man, whatever. But I think like especially later seasons, I think he really comes into himself. And, and I think it probably is like a class thing too. Like, regarding Luke is that <coughs> he is one of like the very few like kind of blue collar workers in this show. And I think the way he's presented as like never being good enough for L- Lorelai who does have, like, all of her own issues as well, and I think they could at the very least be seen as, like, equals. That, yeah. like, it probably does have something to do with, like, just, oh, Lorelai is so special, and Luke has to, like, become his best self to, like, date her. Well, I feel like the same goes for, like, a lot of Rory's relationships. Yeah, yeah. Where it's, like, I think everyone except for, like, I guess Dean doesn't really have to in the same way but, like, for Jess and Logan, it feels like it's, like, Rory's special and they need to change for her kind of vibe, you know? Shh.